Hello, my little funnel cakes, and welcome to episode 7 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today in historic Fort Lewis Studios, we have guests. No Renee today, because you know, work. But we do have the one and only bearded bourbonaire, a.k.a. Nathan, over here. Hello. Hello, folks. How you doing? Oh, not so bad, and you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. Um... We also have our world famous producer Carrie from Girls Beard Sports. Yo yo yo, what's up? Hello and happy birthday! Thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks for letting us record our silly little show in your bourbon room today. How how else would I celebrate my birthday but recording a podcast? I mean, I mean for real, sounds like the best birthday to me. I mean, honestly, we could only be so lucky to record on all of our birthdays. I feel like, but that's just me. And our esteemed visitors for the day are return guest Desiree. Hello, friend. Hey, y'all. And another one of our awesome co-workers, Aaron. Hello, Aaron. Good evening. <laughs> He's like fascinated by what's going on behind me on the shelf. This is Aaron's first time in the bourbon room, and I think he might like it a little bit. Good thing I'm not standing up right now. <laughs> well, just, just remember, you can look, but you can't touch or drink it. And I am not even kidding. Under penalty of death. We want you to leave here alive, so follow the rules. Um, Aaron's very knowledgeable about bourbon, and we thought it would be fun for him to come on so that he and Nate can teach us a little bit about our state's great spirit and what we can do if we want to dip our toes into the bourbon world. So that'll be a fun discussion, I feel like. I'm looking forward to it. So you can find us on social media for Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, on Facebook and Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and on Twitter at BB and Eats. You can find The Bearded Bourbon Air on Facebook and Instagram at The Bearded Bourbon Air. And you can find this podcast, Hinky, on Facebook and Instagram at Hungry and KY. And we also post about the podcast on our Facebook page for Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. So if you're not already following us there, please do, because you'll see some podcast content there too. Maybe not double the content, but kind of close. And then you can find Girls Bear Sports on Facebook and Instagram at Girls Bear Sports. And on Twitter at GRLS Beer Sports. Yes, yeah, no I. No I for Twitter. There's no I in Girls Beer Sports. <laughs> <laughs> there's really not because I got Lee and Lauren, so there's really no, there really isn't an I. Oh, wow. There's there, not. There is a we, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, there That's is. right. And if you or anyone you know would like to be a guest on the show, just drop us a line. You can email us at hungryandky at gmail.com or send us a DM on Twitter or Instagram. And we can also Skype if that's something you'd be into. So. Hit us up. Let us know. Totally have that ability. Yes. Thanks to Carrie. She does all the cool things for us. <laughs> all the technical stuff. <laughs> so what have what has everyone been up to in the past couple of weeks? I know that Desiree and I. Yeah, we've been busy. We went to a concert. We saw Breaking Benjamin oh, and yeah. Three Days Grace. I and oh my gosh, you already <laughs> forgot. You were pretty wasted, though. It was hilarious. <laughs> I was living the claw life. You were. Oh, they I were see that. all mad at me. I was not mad. I, I was enjoying every <laughs> second of it. Good. Okay. <laughs> I kind of thought everybody was annoying with me, but now I know everyone was not. I don't know why my face is so red. Especially the whole Taco uh, Bell conversation on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> because on the last podcast, I wanted a white claw so bad I couldn't stand it, and I couldn't find one in time to bring here. So I made up for it the next night by drinking like what three or four tall boy ones. You had. They're pretty alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, I've never had more than one at a time, and uh, 
I was having a good time. Ain't no laws when you drinking claws. I mean, if you know the song The Good Life by Three Days of Grace, it's now been replaced by The Claw Life. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, though. It and was really fun. we went to the Kentucky State Fair. Yeah. Uh, when was that? Friday? Yes. Yeah. yeah, we took Renee and our friend Katie that we used to work with mm-hmm. to the State Fair. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty fun. I, I mean, almost hit a car. I almost hit a person. Oh, but yes, I did you did. not hit them. <laughs> Just straight on, almost hit a guy, and he did not flinch. He so. did not jump out of the way. That was amazing on both sides mm-hmm. of it. How old was the was the person? Uh, Older, younger. He was missing teeth. How old you? Well, have that doesn't mean teeth. anything. Depends he on where he's from. He was probably from. like our age, but yeah, he was like missing every other tooth. Uh-huh. That was quite impressive. Well, that's what they're teaching these kids nowadays in college to not jump out of the way of moving cars. I mean, he was standing his ground for sure. Oh, yeah. College kids nowadays, they don't even look twice before they cross the street. This oh, guy. Yeah. Our college kids have moved in this weekend. Yep. They walk mm. out from between cars. They're everywhere. Don't, you have no right. idea where they're at. Yeah, I haven't been to campus yet, so yeah. I guess I get to enjoy that tomorrow. Yeah. Was he probably holding like a pineapple whip or um, <laughs> grilled corn on the cob he didn't want to spill? <laughs> he had two funnel cakes, one in each hand, and he mm-hmm. was trying to balance them in direct traffic. Mm-hmm. He was just moving his arms either way. Yeah. He couldn't flinch an inch. <laughs> Desiree really wanted funnel cake, so she almost drained him over to get one. Yeah. That's but fair. Places to be, man. Get out of the way. Yeah, we had a lot of funnel cakes to eat. I mean, we had like two, between all of us, I think, two whole funnel cakes. Yeah, I ate a whole one by myself. Because she had one, you had one, and Katie had one. I mean, we had all the fair foods you could think of, mm-hmm. the sweet ones anyway. What was it like? Fried cookie dough, deep fried cookie dough. Never had pretty good yeah. funnel cake, whatever else we had. I Cheese started fries. the day with a deep fried Twinkie, which was yeah. amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> sure. It sure was. But, um, I mean, we had a good time. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be, like, running to go back next year. I'm or not whatever, going back to the, to the Kentucky State Fair. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> Y'all didn't get you a pork chop sandwich? No. Oh, y'all missed out. You got to get a pork chop sandwich when you go to the Kentucky State Fair. Like, that's just, that's a must. You have to. Where do they have them at? At the pork chop sandwich booth. It's it's the pork producers (laughs) of Kentucky. Yeah. Um, That's, it's their booth that they have them at, and they're so delicious. I think I saw that one in the food court area. Yeah, it probably Uh, was. It was where it was like, there was just so many choices. Yeah. I have a bad, like, pork chop. I don't want to say experience, but growing up, pork chops were not made well in my house, so I just don't eat them now. <laughs> Man, y'all's aversion to food is like, I don't understand. I'm just really scared it's going to be dry. That's <laughs> what I think they're said. as thick as a thesaurus. They, <laughs> they are really they're, thick. They're pretty thick. And hey, That's if, what I, she said. If, I can, if I can jump on the, uh, if I can jump back on the, the, barbecue wagon and the sushi wagon and the bw3 wrap wagon after giving myself <laughs> food poisoning from all three then you can jump back on the pork chop wagon that's true oh, yeah. i think you've convinced me next time i go somewhere with a pork chop i will eat it yeah if you go to the kentucky state fair you got to get porked <laughs> so they're <mild. laughs> i think so that's come to the right. state fair if it's not get it sh- if it's not it should be <laughs> <laughs> I know they had so much of like the good like greasy fair food outside mm-hmm. that it was like, so hot and I didn't yeah. want to go back outside because it was very very warm. It was like ninety degrees. Yeah, but that's where the food was, so we had to go. Yeah, that's true. 
Plus, we got that awesome picture of you with your napkin sash. Yeah. That was a whole thing. That was fun. Do they sell <laughs> alcohol at the state fair? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought that they did, but I wasn't yeah. 100% sure. They had, I saw while we were walking by one, it's those uh, strawberritas that are like in the can. They were okay. selling those at slushies oh, yeah. hmm. at one that. stand. And I was like, oh, I want one of those, but I'm driving. Oh, yeah. And they had like a huge Budweiser stage <laughs> yeah. okay. bar and stuff, too. I feel like I saw some bourbon stuff there as well. All right. I thought that they did, but 100% on that. Yeah. And you can see pictures of everything we ate and Desiree's fun <laughs> napkin sash on our Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, mm. by the Which way. Which was a genius idea. Yeah. If you've not tried it. Nap sash. <laughs> Hashtag nap sash. Yep. And then on Saturday, Nathan and Aaron and I got to hang out with our old boss, Ben, down at the distillery district. And that was a good time. It was good seeing everybody outside of work. It was very cool, (laughs) super cool Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, um, I definitely had enough ethereal beer to kill a horse. And then not only that, I had just been hitting the old Overholt ride from over there at Goodfellas. And I tell you what, that ain't too bad. I I don't mind it a bit. (laughs) For a $4 pour at Goodfellas, you know, you can't beat it with a stick. So I would almost put it up there with Rittenhouse if I was to put it up there with a rye. But yeah, I was uh, it wasn't too bad. I, it was a good time. Smoked me a few cigars, stood around, talked to some people I don't get to talk to very often. Yeah, had a great time. Yeah, there was quite a few people there. It was pretty fun. We all migrated to Crank and Boom very late in the night. So dang it, I yep. always miss the fun stuff. I was at work like a loser. Yeah, what a Ooh. loser! Can't believe you <laughs> didn't come. I ended up on the roof of Manchester Music Hall, yeah. 60 feet above Lexington. Yeah. 60 feet above Lexington. Tell us about that. In a scissor lift. And uh, <laughs> yeah, went to the Brewfest, had one beer, ended up in the VIP room with uh, some people from KSD who brought out a bottle of 1968 Old Fitzgerald, proceeded to drink most of that, and the bottle was huge. And then somebody had a 1970s bottle of J.W. Dant that was passing around, and there was claws, and there was an after party, which <laughs> turned into a scissor lift, which turned into 60 feet above Lexton, which turned into me on the roof of Manchester Music Hall. The end. It sounds like you had a better night than everyone. <laughs> it was interesting. It was definitely interesting. It was fun. That scissor lift, we were just kind of riding around the parking lot. <laughs> And then somebody was like, let's go on the roof. So we rode over the roof and people got out on the roof. So did you know the people with the scissor lift or did you just like well, it was, Shanghai it? No, 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 no. It was so I, happened upon no. it. The dude who was driving the scissor lift was just okay to drive the scissor lift. Okay. We'll just say that. Yeah. He I just think. walked out there just and you okay. were like. I think. I don't know. There's also, a scissor lift. I don't know. We should get in it. People were passing around the bourbon. What do you want? <laughs> hey, that sounds like an awesome Saturday night And to I me. didn't fall off the roof. So I was pretty happy with that. Oh, uh, there you go. That's a win. Yeah. Yep. Any day you don't fall off a roof is a win in my book. Yep. So that's all I got to say. But um, now that we're all caught up on the activities of the week, I think it's time for Nathan to tell us about his bourbon of the week. <coughs> so what you got? What are you into this week? Sorry. I had just uh, finished off the uh, bottom of my rocks glass of the peerless I just had that Aaron brought for us here. So bourbon of the week for me. That's going to be this uh, Knob Creek Unlimited Spirit 14-and-a-half-year barrel-proof bourbon. Um, Knob Creek picks, historically, are always excellent. Every time you get one, uh, there's just something unique about every one of them, and they're all... Anything barrel-proof just brings so much complexity to the table and so much heat, and it's just... Everything about it is so much better. 
Aaron, how do you feel about the uh, about Knob Creek Barrel Proof Picks? It's delicious. There isn't one that I haven't, uh, you know, disliked. So yeah, I was thinking on uh, Friday we actually uh, we had three different Knob Creek Barrel Proof Picks. If if I'm not mistaken, we had one from one or two from Coliseum, and then one from Unlimited. Is that uh, is that? I pretty? believe so. Yeah, and then. Uh, and then also, not only with the uh, not only for the Knob Creek that we've been drinking, but I've actually been testing out this Nika from the Barrel. It's a Japanese blended whiskey. And fun fact, from the Barrel, uh, it's not a single malt like your standard uh, Japanese whiskey. It's actually blended. It's blended whiskeys put in a barrel, aged, and then they pour it from the barrel at barrel strength. That's with uh, quotation finger marks around the around the quotation barrel strength. So. Uh, but yeah, and it's 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 a huge, huge uh, jump from bourbon to that. A whole different flavor profile, very floral, very. Uh, it's kind of refreshing. It is. Re- it, it's easy. It's a it's a easy sipper. Yeah, very easy. Uh, with a nice cigar, it's almost kind of like you're drinking wine with a cigar. The sweetness is brought out with the smoke, and it just it makes a uh, makes sitting at a table smoking a cigar so so comforting, especially if you're with your uh, former boss. Yeah, you know, that's always fun. Especially, uh, I want to. I want to just note that once you're, once you call a former boss a former boss, and then you start hanging out with him, he then becomes your friend. So yeah. I got to hang out with my friend Ben. There you go. That's so much better. He's all our friends. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. So that's going to lead us into some bourbon talk because I want the bourbon experts over here to educate us about their bourbon. And how they got into bourbon, why they like bourbon, and how we can get into bourbon mm. if we want. All right, yeah. The way I got into bourbon was, I think, like anybody in Kentucky sort of gets into bourbon. When you get a certain age, you're around your peers, and they have older siblings, and it's like, okay, what have they been drinking when they're getting into trouble or something? <laughs> So you try it, and you, you're like, well, this stuff is really hot, so I'm mm-hmm. going to throw some ice or Coke or whatever, and you're going to drink it, and it'll it'll do for you. <laughs> <laughs> but as you get older, then you realize, well, um, this is something good, you know. It isn't something just to chug back and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Kinda forget about it. So, yeah, yeah. It, it becomes a sort of part of your life in a good way. I mean, it could become in a bad way, but... <laughs> we'll not think of it as yeah. a bad way. We'll think of it as a good way. So how about you, Nathan? How'd you get into bourbon? Uh, you know, I started drinking kind of fairly late in my life. Uh, I didn't start drinking until I was about 23, so I sort of missed the buck on like the... I feel like when bourbon was actually kind of available, readily available, and, you know, at a little bit cheaper anyway. Uh, and I started out with really cider and beer, and I really didn't, I kind of missed the, I don't know, I just feel like I missed the buck on getting into bourbon early on, and I wish I would have, but, you know, as I kind of went on down the line, it just seemed like bur- like beer, rather, wasn't really doing it for me, so I had to switch over to liquor, so instead of uh, switching over to bourbon first, I sort of went the route of, uh, I sort of did vodka first, uh, you know, not that that's a gateway liquor into bourbon or anything, but... Uh, so I started with vodka and then 
you know, as, as time went on, you know, my friends drank bourbon. So I started drinking KT and Coke about everywhere I went, which is KT is Kentucky Tavern. Uh, as it's equal is Kentucky Gentleman. It's uh, what <clears throat> what I've said before is uh, trash bourbon. Uh, it's garbage. It's 51% corn, but then they top the rest of it off with uh, some neutral grain spirits, and it's it's garbage. It's not good at all. But it will do the trick in a uh, sticky situation. So started out with that, and then I started venturing a little more into it. Started drinking Woodford. Started drinking, you know, your Maker's Mark. Uh, and then after that, it just sort of that opened the doors, and then it went from Coke to ice to very, very, very neat. So, I mean, yeah, it's just, uh, and I love the complexity. I love the, each bourbon's different. It's crazy how each mash is just a percentage difference of what you're putting in it. And just the, the charring from between three and four char, if you've been on a distillery tour, they'll tell you like the, the, the charring process, but they, uh, just the char and the, the mash bill itself and the aging, how each, each bourbon and, or even rye whiskey of any kind is just so much different it's different complexity it's smoother it's hotter it's you know there's so many different uh it's like an onion you, you peel it back and there's you know layers and such you know shrek reference Ooh, dang mm. good reference <laughs> so what are your favorite bourbons at the moment this table is currently filled with different bottles of bourbon so what are you guys into i like um you know all across the board there's you know, weeded, rye, you know, your sort of standard uh, mash bill. But right now, I've really enjoyed some Rock Hill Farms. So it's just a good solid bourbon um, from Buffalo Trace. Nice. It's um, sort of in the same family as Blanton's or Elmer, um, Hancock, um, but it's just a solid pour. It's 100 proof. Um, you can't uh, go wrong with it, I feel like. It's kind of tough to find, but it's good to have a bottle, you know, just sort of sip on it every now and then. Oh, yeah. It's not a sure. daily, let me go grab that. Like no. a special occasion one, maybe? Yeah. Special-ish? Um, yeah, sort of. So it's not, you know, if you you know, develop friendships with certain people, you can always have some good bourbon any time of the year. Yep. So. Nice. Well, that's you, Nathan. Uh, I definitely agree that Rock Hill Farms is a, is a definitely a solid pour. Uh, very well-rounded. Very, I mean, just very complete. It has all the, all the complexity you could want in bourbon. Uh, my favorite bourbon at the moment, uh, and it's always been my, <clears throat> it's always been my, uh, I guess my daily drinker, uh, if I would go to it any time, would be uh, probably Woodford Double Oaked. And it's just because it's readily available. It's not too wildly expensive, um, but it is, I mean, it, it, it packs the, the right amount of punch, you know. I, and I definitely agree, Rock Hill Farms is awesome. And that's one of those bourbons I would drink if I had a really, really good Friday or a really, really shitty Friday. It's kind of on that, uh, that line. And so you're either celebrating or you're like, man, I'm glad this week's over. <laughs> Isn't that the end of every week? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys met someone who wanted to get into the bourbon scene or they were just getting started, what advice would you give them? Like, where do you begin? What kind of bourbon would you start out with? Have at it, you know, kind of. 
if you see a bottle, try it, and then you can kind of develop your tastes from there. You could think it's the greatest thing, or you could think it's the worst thing. I think anybody that tries bourbon for the first time, they're probably not like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) This is is amazing. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it... it, uh, you just sort of have to try a few different ones and you'll kind of develop a palette of what you like, you know, whether it's weeded or more rye or you like higher proof, barrel proof bourbon or, you know, like a less than a hundred proof. Uh, if you like it with water, ice, you know, um, it'll just take a little while to, you know, get your, palate just turn to the the right flavors and nuances and bourbon i tell people to go on some distillery tours for real um that is actually one thing that we did on saturday also with a couple of our friends from northern kentucky is we went uh to four roses and wild turkey and you know at the end of those tours they give you you know various samples or whatever Mm -hmm. and like i got a, a bottle of wild turkey rare breed sitting over here on the shelf that you're allowed to drink from (laughs) <laughs> and um, that was actually I hadn't we hadn't had that until we went to the distillery and oh, they nice. they gave us a try of it and it's really really good. So you know in Four Roses it was the same thing. I'm not a huge Four Roses fan, but um, you know it was, it was a good tour and I would tell people to go go take some tours and like you know see the process and then try the bourbon or whatever. That'd be a good way too. Yeah, plus yeah. you get educated. I do like going on those distillery tour- tours. They're <laughs> like tours. <laughs> They're super fun, but it's great. To be fair. To be fair. (laughs) To be fair. Because they usually try, I think, to give you two products that you can find out in the wild Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, stuff that's just like super rare. The allocated stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's more, I think they make that, the bourbon on those tours that you get to sample at the end more accessible so that if you did want to either, now Wild Turkey had a, ton in their gift shop Mm -hmm. like i think we ended up getting a master's keep for 180 bucks but you know that's nice (sighs) was that the that's the world i live in which master's keep (laughs) did you get i you'd have to look at it over there in the box when we get done or something but oh it um, looks like the cornerstone i think it might it is the cornerstone actually it's the cornerstone yeah it's the cornerstone but you know that's my that's the world i live in you live in a really nice world. <laughs> you don't have to live in that world, but there's plenty of stuff, yeah, that I think is accessible. Oh, yeah. And you can find on those tours. Yeah. Sure. Um, Renee and I are currently working on the world's longest uh, bourbon trail tour that we keep saying we're going to finish, and we've not been to one this year, I don't think. So cross all of our fingers that in the next four years we finish this one, and they will have added and taken away 100 different <laughs> distilleries by then. But I went to Four Roses like 10 years ago and we had the funniest like little tour guide. It's like a little old lady. She had to be at least 80 years old and she was so funny. When we got to the tasting, she was um, comparing each bourbon to like a block party. So she was like, here's the yellow label bourbon. Um, you could take this one to the block party and share it with everyone. And then here's the next bourbon. It's a little more expensive. And you take it to the block party, but you only share it with your friends. And then mm-hmm. here's the next bourbon, and it's kind of fancy. So I mean, you take it if you want to the block party, but 
he only have it for like <laughs> you and your spouse. And then this is the really nice one. You don't ever take it to the block party. You only leave it at your house. <laughs> so it's like, where's the block party? I want to go to it. Where's this party at? You yeah, really. About. She has cool parties apparently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do like going on those distillery tours. That is a good idea. I'm glad you brought that up. It's a good way to learn. Yeah, they're fun. Cool. So now we're going to move on to this week's social media question, which has to do with the fair. Um, it was, what's your favorite food to get when you're at the fair? Doesn't matter what fair, whatever fair you're going to. They're all the same food-wise, Yeah, basically. So I know, referring back to earlier, we had all the different things at the fair. Those were all things that I really like. You know, like deep fried cookie dough, funnel cake, deep fried Twinkies, cheese fries, mm-hmm. more funnel cake, ice cream. We got ice cream from Cheney's Dairy Barn, which, you know, if you listen to KSR at all, they talk about it some. And then we got chili cheese tots, too. I mean, we had all, everything that's bad for so you. so much food. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, doing the pregnancy waddle out to the car because my belly was so full. And then it we so got good. confused on how to get back outside. Oh, my gosh. I will say, I'm sure they have a big job ahead of them, but the Kentucky State Fair is so disorganized. Or it was while we were there. It's like nobody knew where anything was. You just kind of parked and walked and hope you could find your way back because... Best of luck to you. Yeah, it took us quite a while. I will say, to their credit, I think they had the most variations on the funnel cake that I've ever seen at a fair. Yeah, they had all different toppings. Because the last, the one I had was a turtle cake. Mm -hmm. So it was deep fried funnel cake, Mm -hmm. fresh out that grease. And then she put four big spirals of whipped cream on top of that over top of the powdered sugar. And then it was chocolate and caramel sauce all over that. It was amazing. Wow. It got soggy, good. but it was amazing. Well, and I ate every bite because it cost $9. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, they had one at the first place we went that you could put ice cream and shit on. I wanted that one so bad. It looked so good. And then the lady was like, yeah, this usually takes like five to six people to eat it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Lame. What a bunch of amateurs. We could have done yeah. that. I know. But I we saw guess. like fruit toppings and like all kinds of different stuff on the funnel cake. So they had a lot of variety. So yeah. Did they have any food challenge, f- food challenge type things at any of these places at the state fair? Um, I wasn't paying attention. They so were doing like know. food demonstrations. I saw, but not food challenge. No. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like a hot dog eating contest. Or no, 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 no. I'm talking like somebody that makes like you know a three pound funnel cake. Oh, and and you, no. if you eat the funnel cake, it's free or whatever. No, I no. wish they had. I would have tried it. I would have made you try because I came there to eat. I hadn't eaten all morning. <laughs> And I walked in there and I was like, we need food now because I was like getting dizzy. <laughs> like, you know, monster, the monster hamburger challenge or, you know, oh, yeah, or, or yeah, the yeah. monster Ooh. pork chop sandwich challenge or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was that. honestly expecting it. I mean, because it's the Kentucky State Fair. I expected it to be like all out. But no. Well, I mean, what you can expect at the Kentucky State Fair is who can drink a gallon of Mountain Dew the fastest. <laughs> See, that's a food challenge. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but we can try that here one day if anyone would like. Not on my carpet. Nope. <laughs> you don't want me to do it on you your carpet either. You have to do either. that outside on the back porch. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants that. What about the rest of you guys? What's your favorite fair food, Aaron? Um, I just like that white pump cheese that they dispense. <laughs> I, if I could just stay underneath that all day. Pump cheese? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
the really, visual from that is I, great. I would like to see a funnel cake made out of Funyuns. It could be called the Funyun cake. cake. Ooh, Ooh, I like it. I'd be into that. You could cover that with chili and cheese. Getting creative. Yeah, there I like you go. it. I don't like onions, but I love Funyuns. So <laughs> <laughs> I'd be all into it. Yeah. That's great. Nathan, you got a favorite? or? Um, I guess favorite. Hmm. That's a... Just a difficult question. You don't have to pick one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some of these people picked like eighty seven oh, things. Not hot fudge, I'll tell you that. Yeah, not clearly a, not. You know fucking hot fudge up in this I'm just saying. <laughs> not hot but anyway, fudge. <laughs> anywho. No more hot fudge talk, you know. Lord have mercy. <laughs> they come here to talk about hot fudge today. <laughs> anywho, but yeah, uh as far as fair food goes, I've actually started getting into that what's the corn call uh the corn call where they sprinkle the stuff and the cheese and whatnot and they oh, grill it. Mexican, Mexican street corn, corn yeah. That, yeah. Mexican street corn. Uh I like that. I don't know if that's necessarily a fair food. It seems like a fair I food. I saw some grilled corn walking around. Yeah, right. it while we were roasted out there. corns are, are yeah. pretty popular. I, I think. like that. However, I make a mess. It gets, gets in my beard, <laughs> and then you know, I just it's a. That's why you need a napkin scarf. Yep. Because I didn't get anything on my shirt while I was eating that funnel cake. Hashtag. Because I had my napkin right up here. Napsash. Hashtag napshash. Shash napshash. <laughs> <laughs> Napper chip or something like that. Carrie, oh, what do you like chif. to get when you're at the fair? So as soon as I saw this question, I knew exactly what I was going to say. Awesome. And it's it's elephant ears. Oh yeah, and we I'll saw tell those. you why because when I growing up at the Boone County Fair, the Methodists um, always had a booth that sold elephant ears, and mm-hmm. I always got the cinnamon and sugar mm-hmm. elephant ears, and I loved them so much. Nice. It's like a nostalgia thing. But I didn't know if you all would know what those were. So, yeah, we yeah, they had them. They had them oh, at they the did? fair. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure. I so. wanted one, but too actually, <laughs> uh, real quick, I don't know what elephant ears are. So it's basically, just giant fried dough. And yeah. you can get sent it's in it in the shape, and they call them elephant ears because you know they kind of mm-hmm. resemble an elephant oh. ear. Mm-hmm. And then you can put. I always get the cinnamon sugar, but I think they did powdered sugar ones yeah. too. Um, the Methodists did anyway at the Boone County mm-hmm. Fair. I hope they're still doing them because if I ever went back there, I would be like, that would be the one thing that mm-hmm. I would want. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys are gonna love in like a month or so whenever I drag these people to the world famous chicken festival oh, in Lord. London, Kentucky, oh, because man. that's my hometown fair. <laughs> And it's a dope AF. Uh, it has a swimming pool sized uh, skillet full of delicious fried chicken. Because the first KFC, while it's in Corbin, Kentucky, that part of Corbin is technically in Laurel County. So we claim it from them because we're better than them. Naturally. <laughs> Yes, because Corbin's terrible, and we took the one good thing they have. Corbin is trash. So, what was the least favorite thing that you all had? Like, out of all the stuff that you tried, what was your least? Like, you wouldn't miss me with that. Mm. I don't. I would I, say yeah. my, the cheese fries I had were the most basic. Yeah, I wasn't super into those chili cheese tots, yeah. but the guy serving them was just like really into them. So, See, I tried them. I'll tell you the one thing that fine. I that I can't eat, and then I just not not going to do it is anything that's got the carny trailer feel, right? Oh, so yeah. I'm all into the like local booths, like the Methodists and, and, the, and the other kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But when you get that the, those carny trailers in there, you know what I'm talking about? And yeah. they do the spiral cut fries uh-huh. and they do corn dogs. Those are the best ones. <laughs> Man, <that laughs> they just, taste so much better from there. It's because it's full of carny drippings and grease. Yeah, that's, that's true. Why. That's Car- where the flavor comes from. <laughs> Oh no! Don't say that again, Desiree. That's so awkward. But the smell—that's what she said. The smell coming off of those trailers just makes me nauseous, and it's because it's carny drippings. Carny drippings—that's going to be the name of this episode. They did have ribbon fries, which I didn't get to eat, but they look good. God, that's pit dick and forehead sweat, is what that is. (laughs) Have mercy. 
So much letter can he talk today, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm going to have to finish, but that's neither here nor there. Um, we asked this question on all our social media pages and on Instagram. Uh, Canna Hoppy Coder said that he liked funnel cake with stewed apples. Which I'd never heard seen of. That. I've seen on, that before. It sounds good. I think it it's like apple pie. Or well, something. I mean, yeah, so are is they it just like the cinnamon sugar apples? That yeah, yes. yes. Like you get at Cracker Barrel or yeah. something. That's is what it, I'm imagining. Wait, I'm is it? See that. Is it fried apples or is it stewed mm-hmm. apples? It's, it's kind of all the same. Mm, yeah. Oh, me, <laughs> oh no. To me, it's like I see. It's like it's like apple pie filling is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that's what I was imagining yeah. when I thought of it. So that's what it is. There's that, and Renee had to put her two cents in on Instagram. She said definitely funnel cake. Yeah. But that was as far as it went. Now hot butts. See, funnel cakes are way messier than elephant ears. I think that's why I like the elephant ears better too. They travel better. You ever eat a? You ever eat a slice of good fellow? Mm-hmm. You eat a funnel cake the same way. Oh, like fold it. In yeah, hand. you fold it in your hand like it's a like it's a taco, and you just shove it in your mouth. It's the I same just, concept. I just hold the whole plate up to my mouth. Yeah, I don't concur just, with your method. You, you know, don't concur. You hold the plate just like Sarah says. You <laughs> hold the plate up here, right next to your mouth, and you just eat it off the plate. So nobody knife and forks it. I mm, did with I that one because yeah. it was so messy. I probably have in the past. Yeah. Aaron's done it, but he... He's he, not proud of it. Look no, at he's it. not proud of so it. He's very right disappointed now. in himself, I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. There's still time yeah. to remedy that. You can go to the World Famous Chicken Festival. They have funnel cakes. You don't want to... <laughs> you don't want to see me eat fried chicken. Oh, man. That's uh, awful. Well, we're going to do that at some point, I so I can't I wait. And then on Facebook, um, there is a bunch of really specific answers. Um, Kelsey really liked fresh made lemonade and funnel cakes. Rhonda was really into fried derby pie, which I'd never heard of. But sounds awesome. I would awesome. totally try that. Yeah, yeah I'd love derby pie. Oh, it's yeah, fried. That sounds delicious. It, mm-hmm. If it's fried, it's fair. That's uh, exactly right. That they, sounds delicious. She also liked corn dogs, roasted corn, fried Oreos, and nutter butters. I didn't know they had fried nutter butters. Hmm. Would Did not they? eat, but apparently that's a I thing. I want one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I try. I don't no, have I try one anyway. right now. The deep fried Twinkie come in there at all? Yeah. On the list? Uh, no, it didn't. Well, not on Facebook, I don't think. Mm. And then Cassandra said she liked fresh lemonade, snow cones, hand dipped corn dogs, fried Oreos, and of course funnel cake. Mm. Everybody likes funnel cake. Nobody mm-hmm. said fried butter. Fried butter. Oh, oh yeah. God what? yes. Yeah. Wild wow. tales. Uh, yeah. Fried butter. Nobody said fried Kool Aid. Fried Kool-Aid. Yep. These are things you're making up. No, I'm not. Go go look it up. Nobody <laughs> said fried Coca-Cola. That's a thing. Um, trying to think. Because, like, you know, Texas State Fair and a lot of these other bigger mm-hmm. state fairs, especially in the Midwest, that's their big deal thing, right? Minnesota wow. State Fair. Their food offerings are out of control, right? They'll fry anything. Yeah. Like, literally, they will fry fried beer. Florida State Fair almost got some fried Mountain Dew. See? Ooh. Yeah. I mean, how how do you fry liquids? You just freeze them and then like flash well, them or no. something. Well, no. So with the beer, it was more like a ravioli packet, so there was like a liquid center, right? But Ooh. with like the fried Kool Aid and the fried Coke and that mm. kind of stuff, it's just kind of like in the batter, so it's like you're eating a uh, ball of stuff. Now the fried butter, I think, was actually butter that was fried. So, uh, from my understanding, they, I've seen it done two different ways for fried butter. I've seen them freeze it. Do the you know the doughing process and then drop it, and then I've seen them just go just like health hazardly and just drop it into the drop it into the fryer, just throw it without in there concern, with no yeah. abandon. I mean, it Clop. seems like if you didn't freeze it, it would all just melt out <laughs> into the fryer. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know exactly how they do it, but it does exist. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. And like, it's a big deal. I know in Texas and Minnesota and maybe Iowa and some other places that that's like the kind of thing for that's the whole attraction for the fair is how mm-hmm. weird of foods. What can you fry? Like, who's going to win the contest for best mm-hmm. food at the state fair? And usually, it's something weird and fried. I mean, I'd try it. Road trip, I'd definitely try it. <laughs> Road trip to Minnesota. Yep. Oh, oh no. and then. Tiffany also liked funnel cakes. Everybody liked funnel cakes. And Ashley liked crinkle fries, which I feel like you can get those anywhere. But yeah. see, that's when you're messing with the carny booths and the carny drippings. And again, <laughs> so, with that. You get you get a you get a, a crinkle fry with some chili and some cheese and then with some carny drippings on it. Carny drippings. So I tell you what, <laughs> them carny drippings. It depends on what they've eaten earlier in the day, though. It really doesn't. Um, if they've not had something good earlier on, like something salty, it's not nearly as good. I think if they drink a ton of Mountain Dew and then they <laughs> just sweat it out. Yeah. It also depends uh, on when they last bathed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like a four-day four unbathed carny that had just drank a gallon of Mountain Dew the earlier that day, sweat it out, and then let it run off their fingertip Ugh. into the chili and cheese. I'm also going to need some unfiltered Paul Malls for that smoky <laughs> flavor. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. Unfiltered Paul Malls. Oh, Man, I haven't heard that since yeah. Morgan County. That's rough. Un- yeah, that, you need some unfiltered Paul Malls. That brings back some memories that, from my childhood because my mama totally smoked those. I'm just already <laughs> starting to cough right now. Lord. <laughs> and then we took it to Twitter, too, but... No one's answering my Twitter questions. It's making me really sad, guys. Boo. Pick up the page. Don't make me sad. I get sad really easily. But Renee took a poll while she was at work the other day, mm-hmm. and it's going to shock you, but like everybody said, funnel cakes mm-hmm. and fried Oreos, chili cheese fries, burgers, corn dogs, heroes. I mean, or however you say that, Euro. Euro. Gyros. Yeah. It's a daggone gyro. <laughs> Tell you gyro. what now. So uh, I think it's safe to say that uh, funnel cake, you could just have funnel cake. Stay yeah. fair and everybody be happy. I mean, you can get that at any fair. Yeah. You can get it at Dairy Queen now. Yeah. You can make it at home. I've done that before. Oh, yeah. that's too much work. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of fun to make at home. I, I tell you what I'd be interested in is a savory funnel cake. Ooh, I, I feel like cool. I've heard of those, but I've never yeah. had With some rosemary, some thyme. Yeah, oh, with like a scoop sage. of mashed potato yeah, on top. I don't, I don't have time for that. Oh, God. Sorry. I just got oh. diabetes from that. Now, I, th- I think a savory funnel cake. If somebody out there is making one, I'd like to hear about it. Yeah. Oh, because I did get a tip, and I haven't been out there yet on my tacos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse, uh, who listens... Yeah. Um, down there in Richmond. Yes. She said there's two places Jesse. in Richmond that she thinks can hook me up with some tongue-in-cheek tacos. So I have to, to Interesting. See, figure those out. Oh. Nice. She always gives us some good, like, Richmond restaurant recommendations. She does. So shout out to yeah. her. She's cool. And so that's it with that. The moral of that story is everyone likes funnel cake. <laughs> so Real quick, though, there was, one, uh, there was one person, and I think it's a pretty standard... Um, they give us some pretty standard things, the, the same thing each time. Uh, and, no. and it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, uh, he didn't comment on this one. Yeah, he did. Did he? Come oh, on, yeah. Oh. He, he got me oh, on this yeah, one. He yeah. did. It was, uh, it's beer. Beer is his favorite fair food and every other thing food on the face of the planet, which I love. I think I he's doing that to troll us. Yep. Fry it up. Yeah. Hashtag claw life. But yeah, joke's on him. You can fry it, Jeff. So Ooh, fry eat claw. It. 
eat, <gasps> eat my fried claw, Jeff. Ooh, <laughs> claw funnel cake, and you could ooh. I just oh. thought of this since fu- since claw is seltzer water, you could totally use claw to make a funnel cake. Mm-hmm. Yes, you could. My mouth has been mm. hanging open for the past ten minutes. That's awesome. Wow, my mind is chiching. Hashtag mouth patent up. pending. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag patent pending. <laughs> Don't steal it. You can't have it. All right. Well, now it's time for the food fight cage match. Ding 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 ding. And this week, in honor of Carrie's birthday. We are having cupcakes, and they're birthday-flavored cupcakes. I got a whole cake. And Carrie's eating a whole cake that we got her for her birthday. Yes, I'm going to save it, but thank you. I got a whole cake. You're welcome. So I would argue maybe cupcakes are one of America's favorite handheld desserts, but, you know, I mean, they're not my favorite. I like them. But if someone wants to argue that with me, that's fine. I'll take all arguments. I just thought it would be a nice tidbit to throw in there. I'll argue with you, okay. just for the sake of argument. Uh, I like a good tart a from tart, time to time. Huh? Yeah, I like a tart. How many times a year you eat a tart? Yeah, I like a tart. Fruit tart yeah. Strawberry rhubarb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strawberry rhubarb. With some rhubarb. custard. With some cut. Ooh. Without or custard, a tart's not a tart. A tart is a tart is a tart? That's a quiche. Tarty mm-hmm. McTarterson. <laughs> <laughs> is it like, is there a tart book that you could go in there? Kind of like the fart book? <laughs> Sort of like the fart book, you can get on there and look at everybody else's tart, and you can see, you can check to see what everybody else's tart's doing. Everybody gets a a maximum of three tarts they can put on there. They get three tarts per day. Yep. No more than that. Just three tarts per day. (laughs) Sorry. That's more Letter Kenny talk. I'm sorry. You guys should watch it. It's really funny. It's an odd show. What, but I'm where can it. I find it, and what is it based on before we get to the food fight? It's on Hulu, and it's based on... I don't even remember the name of that show. What did you tell me what? Oh, I, no, I said it sounded like... Sounded we were like, talking about before we started recording. It sounded like Corner Gas, yes. but a little bit like more adult. Because Corner Gas is pretty family-friendly, but it's out of Canada, too. Yeah. Yeah. Letter Kitty is a Hulu show that's based out of Canada about these people that live in a small town called Letter Kitty, and they're kind of hicks. Well, there's Hicks, Skids, it's, and, and uh, hockey players. And, yeah, the Skids are the meth heads, right? Skids they're trying to be heads. like the meth capital of Canada. Yep, they're yeah. making. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that doesn't sound like your speed, then I would try Corner Gas on Amazon. That sounds like Morgan I mean, County. It's kind of like, li- like living in eastern Kentucky. But exactly. Canada. Preach. I okay. know people all like that. I, I just relate. saw it advertised the other day, and I was like, what am I even looking at here? <laughs> And it, and it said, why aren't you watching? And I say, well, pitter-patter, give it a watch. Pitter-patter, get at her. All right. So we're doing a local versus a chain, as usual. Um, this week, the local uh, bakery is Caramanda's. They have two locations here in Lexington, one on Southland Drive and one on Richmond Road. And our chain offering is Gigi's. And I didn't realize how big of a chain it was until I went and looked it up. They had got... A buttload of stores. I didn't count them all, but I would say hundreds. Literally hundreds. You just <laughs> defined a buttload as a hundred, so that means you can fit a hundred stores in a buttload or in a butt. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, just, just verifying. Verifying. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Gigi's is also on Richmond Road as well. They're like two blocks from each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, the competition must be fierce if they're willing to be that close. But um, so we're doing, like I said, the birthday cake flavors. Everybody has half of a cupcake, so 
I mean, me and Nathan have already eaten ours. I mean, what's yeah. considered birthday cake flavored? Is it just white cake with frosting? Uh, it's not birthday. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. not the flavor, perhaps. They're just called like, oh. one's called like birthday surprise. And so I'm going to assume the pink one is Gigi's? Yes. The pink one is Gigi's. It's pink and it has a ton of frosting on it. Mm-hmm. Well, and I didn't even eat these, but I can tell you which one I prefer over the other. Which one do you prefer? It's It's got to be the Caramandas because Gigi's just, it's too much icing. It's way too much dang icing. It's way too much. Yeah. And I like some icing, but not that much. I mean, it's like a foot of icing. Yeah. It's hard to take down in one sitting for me. Like when I have a cupcake with that much icing, it, I have to come back to it two or three times. Oh, I'll just take off some of it and leave it on the plate or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's I can't just... just Leave icing. I mean, their cake, their cake or cupcake is fine, but Caramanda's definitely their cu- their cake to icing ratio is seems much better. Way less. Yes. Yeah. I'm definitely more of a, a cake person versus icing. Like you can you can whip up some icing anytime or go buy it from the store, whatever. But you, making a good cake is um, that's what matters to me. Cake patty cake. <laughs> <laughs> Give a dog a bone or something about a baker or something like that, I guess. I don't remember the, the rhyme. I wasn't good with rhymes. Sure. Something yeah, like that. it's like you teach a man to fish and he knows how to fish. Yeah. And he like brings that. you some cupcakes. He brings you yeah, a cupcake. Teach a man to fish, cupcake. he brings you a cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, to me, the cakes on both of them are pretty comparable. They're both good. They're both yeah. vanilla cake. I mean... I don't know how different you can make a vanilla cake. But, yeah, I like the icing on Gigi's a little bit better. But there's too much of it. I agree. There's too much of it. I would never eat it, like, whole. Like, full disclosure, I did get myself my own Gigi's cupcake yesterday because they had a wedding cake flavor, and I love wedding cake. I hate weddings, but I love wedding cake. (laughs) But it took me two hours to eat all of it when I got home. It was a rough afternoon. Those are rookie numbers. You need to get those up. Yeah. Well, it's maybe called, I don't. It's called the Wilford Brimley. <laughs> the uh, diabetes. Yeah. Uh, I'm Wilford Brimley. And I have diabetes. And I have diabetes. diabetes. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly yeah, right. I feel like the... This is the... G, is this the Gigi's yeah, one? The yeah, the pink one. Mm-hmm. I like the Gigi's cake better, mm-hmm. but I like the frosting on the other one better. Is it because Uh-oh. the Gigi's frosting is hard? No, it's because it's like... <laughs> grainy or something this oh. one's really smooth mm. the white icing is really smooth and they both have jimmies on mm-hmm. them they do have yes jimmies they on do them. have jimmies sprinkles to the layperson yeah that's what i was gonna ask is that a sprinkle yes it is a sprinkle, <laughs> it is a sprinkle. Well, actually specifically i think it's this the elongated sprinkle mm-hmm. is the jimmy oh the specifically damn. those oh, really? round ones are not jimmies those round ones are just sprinkles a jimmy is just an elongated sprinkle that is news i did not know i Very did cool. not know the difference between the shorter and the elongated i have heard uh, sprinkles referred to as jimmies but that's I how i i only know jimmies as the long ones well that's how i will know i them could from be now totally on. wrong somebody correct me out nope, there i, I will care. What no I mean. one, no one correct her because that's no. how I'm going to remember them forever. That's fine I just know by me. everything's better with sprinkles. If so. you want to, if you want to fight about it, come talk to me. I'll fight. Come about at it. me, bro. <laughs> cool so, story, bro. To it again. So, what do we think? Who's the winner here? What do you think, Aaron? Caramandas or GGs? They're both delicious. I do like the GGs pretty okay. well. It's good. Hence, it's almost gone. Fair. That fair. is fair. What about you, Nathan? Uh, I I think I would give it just overall. Like like Desiree said, I have to agree. Cake's the same. Uh, icing. I think the caramel is icing is a little more fresh. However, I don't know if the 
I'm not sure if the icing just got harder over time or if it's just initially that hard, but... Oh, it's been in the fridge because I didn't want it to get all melty. Okay, that's fair. So, I mean, you know, in, in this in this, uh, in this this race of cupcakes, uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with Caramanis for now. Okay. Desiree? Um, I think they're both good. Uh, I like the icing to cake ratio on the Caramanda one a little better. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If somebody handed me a Gigi cupcake, I wouldn't throw it back at them. So, yeah. I like, I like them both. I think I may go Gigi's on this one because really? I like the consistency of the icing better. Fair. And Carrie likes... Caramando's better. I, I would say just aesthetically, mm-hmm. yes. And I have had GGs, and I do think they have too much icing. So aesthetically, aesthetically, I love that word. Aesthetically, <laughs> it's all aesthetics. Because so then, then you can say aesthetically pleasing. That's true. You can. Mm. So I think we can declare the winner of the food fight cage match as Caramando's. Ding 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 ding. And once again, local wins. Yep, <laughs> it always does. So now we're getting to our event section and. If you haven't noticed, you know, still Renee's not here, so we're delegating the events to Desiree this week, so let it rip. What you got going on over there? Okay, first of all, this weekend, August 24th and 25th, we have the Crave Food and Music Festival. Mm. It's happening at the Bluegrass Fairgrounds at Masterson Station Park. Um, Saturday, it's happening 12 to 11, and Sunday, 12 to 7. This is the seventh annual Crave Fest. Kicks off this weekend with over 50 food restaurants, chef demonstrations, food trucks, craft beer and cocktails, kids stuff, a car show, and 13 musical acts performing over two days. Parking is free, and it's only $8 for adults, and kids under 10 are free. But unfortunately, there's no doggy daycare this year. So you got to watch your kids if you take them. Shite. Some of the restaurants that'll be there are Edley's Barbecue, Texas Day Brasil, mm. <laughs> Sauce Chill, oh. Athenian Grill, Backroads Bakery, Bad Wolf Burgers, and Pasta Garage. Mm. Nice. And that's just a few. There are so many, many more. <laughs> so I think if uh, I've actually read over the uh, the Cray Festival a couple of times, and I got a cup, I got a, a Saturday and Sunday pass thanks to Danielle. She she won a uh, Saturday and Sunday pass. So I'll be going both days. I think on Sunday, a Heaven Hill ambassador is going to be there. Uh, and I think he's going to have Evan Williams, Larceny, and one other Heaven Hill style kind of bourbon. I can't remember which one, but he's going to be there and he's going to be doing samples. And I think it would be a really good educational thing to attend if you, uh, if you like you some burbs. Sounds like it's a pretty good value. It says that um, each vendor is offering selections for two, three, or five dollars. So I'm not sure how that works. Does everybody just you have to stay two, three, or five if you're having a dish? Yeah, I think so because it's just little. It's samples. It's oh, like yeah. it's not the full on. So it's oh, not yeah. a full so meal, right? I've not been in two or three years, but the year I went, you gave them like so much cash, and they gave you a certain amount of tickets, like. Two dollar tickets, three dollar tickets, oh, five dollar tickets. I bet that's tickets. what it still is. Then. And then if you wanted something that cost three dollars, you give them a three dollar ticket. Yeah. But maybe it's changed. Mm-hmm. Has it changed since then? Or is that uh, the it's hard to say. I've not been. I've not been. This is the first year I'm going. Oh, I thought you went Honestly. last year. Uh, that's what. Mm, I didn't go. We'll just say that I didn't oh. go. Oh, I was supposed to go, what? didn't go. Eh, it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. What else you got? 
It's football time <laughs> in the bluegrass. Yeah. Did I do it right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, it oh, well, it yeah that was All pretty right. comfortable. Right. Yeah. Pretty Renee good. told me to yell. Okay. You're doing it. As if Renee yells. Yeah. <laughs> and I also appreciate you not being like right into the mic. Yeah, when you I didn't yeah. want to hurt job. your ears. No, that was a good oh, job. Fair. That was a okay. good, good job. Nice. Good, good it's going down Catterday, August 31st at Kroger Fields, Woo-hoo. the otter- artist formerly known as Commonwealth Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not my Kroger Field. <laughs> yeah. High noon. The Wildcats are facing off against the Toledo Rockets. Oh. Heck yeah. That's it. Huh. There's more sports stuff here, but I don't understand Sports-ing. any of it. So I mean, you it's, all it's, know it's a nooner, so yeah. that's okay. Slide into that, that tailgate, you know, mm-hmm. that first game of the season, trying to figure out what we're going to do because the next game is 730, and that's yeah. when it really gets going. Hell yeah. That's um, when you start at like 12. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, or early. we get out there at 8 for yeah. a 7.30 game, but I don't start drinking until noon. That's that's kind of my personal <laughs> oh, rule. But now the fair. noon the nooner will be out there by like 7.30, and then you got to start going right away. Hammer yeah. time. Yeah, because you know, they're not selling alcohol in Commonwealth Stadium oh, this God. year. That's Hammer stupid. time is the life I live. I, start, I live to drink at 8 a.m., so that's just me, though. I mean, I'm going to an I don't know if it's nice. I'm going to breakfast before the game, so huh. that's you, perfect for me. You going Which, to Winchell's? I think we're going to Bear in the Butcher, which oh. has a Bloody Mary and Mimosa Bar. So or we shall be hitting that come up. to the Purple Lot and hang out with me and Bob, the mayor of the Purple Lot. And That's the CFO true. And That's what I'm doing. Everybody That's else true. is, is going to be out I there. I need to try and get over there for sure. Yeah. But it says tickets are still available, and you can go to the UK Ticket Office or Ticketmaster for more uh, info. Heck it. Nice. Yeah. Well, or you can just stay out in the parking lot and drink with everybody. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Purple Lot. Purple what? <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> what all the kill kids do. Kill. Awesome. Okay. I can't wait. Last one on here is the Kentucky Barbecue Festival happening September 6th through the 8th at the Wilderness Distillery Tour Grounds mm. in Danville, Kentucky. It'll be happening Friday from 5 to 10, Saturday from 11 to 10, and Sunday 11 to 6. This year there will be seven celebrity pitmasters such as Big Mo Casson. From Ponderosa Barbecue, seven live shows, barbecue competitions, over 60 vendors, bourbon, craft beer, a petting mm. zoo, and so much more. Mm, it's lit. $5 Dang. general admission. Oh, well, oh, that's not bad. That ain't yeah. nothing. It's that's a pretty, pretty fun, good. cheap afternoon, sounds yeah. like. Indeed. There you go. Yep. Just got to go to Danville. Awesome. Well, those are some good events. You did a good job, Desiree. I have one more, a really special one that I'm excited about. Oh, tell us, please. September 13th, the Backstreet Boys are coming to Louisville. (laughs) Oh, fuck me sideways. They're going to be looking hot and sexy on that stage, and I'm going to be in my seat losing my mind. Well, shit, this just went to... (laughs) Wow, this got real intensely. Desiree's about to slide off her chair. Here we go. (laughs) Everybody... Yeah. <laughs> Rock your body? Yep. Yep. No. Yeah. Backstreet's Instant. back. All right. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Oh, it's a shame. I don't know, boy band. I can't help it. They are my fire, my one desire. Oh, no. <laughs> You're still doing it. <laughs> oh, God. We got to end it now. Ah! Oh, Jesus. Well, I think we pretty much covered what everyone's drinking. They're all drinking bourbon. I've had a lot. I'm having uh, some more canned wine. Mm. I love rosé canned wine. Which uh, which one? It's Underwood rosé bubbles. <laughs> you know what's Underwood? Balls. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, as Desiree makes a menacing face. Ew. <laughs> Alrighty, so you can again find us at on Facebook and Instagram at Hungry and KY. You can find the blog, Facebook and Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, on Twitter at BB and Eats. You can find this guy over here on Facebook and Instagram at the Bearded Bourbonaire. You can find Carrie at Girls Beer Sports, unless you're on Twitter. Then it's GRLS Beer Sports. Where do we find Aaron? Are you online anywhere? You can find me, you know, under a, a overpass. Uh, <laughs> in a van in down a van by the river. Down by the river. <laughs> where, in a van down by the river. <laughs> where do we find you, Desiree? Um, you can find me on Instagram, um, Amazon Goddess 7. Nice. Awesome. Well, thanks again for hanging out with us and listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.